What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Jake Has Friends Podcast, the only podcast where I, Jake, sit down with a friend or two each week to prove to my dad that I do, in fact, have friends. Now, one of the great things about uh, what I've been doing recently is I have two guests on. Uh, it's going to be Kim and Logan uh, for for most of the time, I think. Uh, it's just easier to schedule. That way, if one of them you know, has a scheduling conflict, I'll have the other one. Uh, it's something... Uh, and we'll just make it a lot easier going forward. Um, but we'll still have other guests uh, now and again because, uh, hey, they both couldn't be here this week. So everything I said doesn't mean anything. Although nothing I ever say really means much. Right? Maybe? Sometimes. If I say anything smart, I for sure will undercut it, though. I mean, I can't take anything too seriously or then the world's real and who wants that anyway uh gonna be a little bit of like an inside baseball episode today uh i have my friend andre dawson on uh we just talk about starting up comedy uh people we like things we are aspiring to be or things we're trying to do uh he's got some projects uh we talk about uh i'm gonna have his socials and things to follow uh you can check out the description there uh, please do if you haven't already uh, like subscribe uh, all of the all the things uh, that you can do wherever it is you're listening to the podcast leave a review if you have a minute all of those things uh, help us grow and really help me out and I would super appreciate it I already appreciate you for listening except for you John you know what you did <laughs> here we go do you want to get a little stone first Oh, I gotta wait. Oh, I gotta wait. I am slowly going crazy. Wait. I do have friends. Yes. Oh, I gotta wait. I do have friends. Yes. I just really hope everybody likes it. That is <laughs> what it's like. I feel like listening to Jay Larson do his podcast when he was doing it. He was such a... <laughs> I like Jay Larson. I love Jay Larson. I opened for Jay Larson one time. He was time. recently on The Honeydew. Him and... Yeah, uh, he came back. Yeah, uh, him and that dude are like... They actually started, I think, together. They didn't. It was a... Um, so I just heard this story. I... When I first started doing stand-up, it was because of the Crab Feast, their podcast. Oh, yeah. And like very much has inspired what I want to do here. Yeah. Um, of just sit down and tell stories, have a conversation, yeah. hang out. And it before it was. Did your phone just go yeah, off? Yes, I'm so yeah. unprofessional. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Why don't you get that TV working? Okay, <laughs> we'll get back to professional. <laughs> you should see when we have three people. Not all of these uh, arms for the mics work. So, so I, what guy's holding a mic? I use the broken one. Nice. Uh, there's just like a little insert here that one of them just didn't come with because Amazon. And, and it's like literally so specific; it's impossible to replace. Right, unless and you these, machine your own. These are quite literally the cheapest. Mic arms that attach really your table nice, you can get on there. They're really nice. So, um, yeah. I'm impressed. I'm really what impressed. What was I fucking Googling? God damn it. Uh, oh, the Crab Feast. Who, Jay, uh, Ryan Sickler started it with somebody. Ryan Sickler. Uh, you know what I like about Jay Larson? Jay. He's like the what, typical. Do you want a root beer, bro? <laughs> yeah. He's, he, I like that he has his version of comedy. And you could see when he gets around someone that, like, they've done comedy together because they have their, like, inside jokes kind of thing. Like they say things that get such a reaction and you're like, man, I wish I knew what was the funny there. Mm -hmm. Plus he's a dad. He's doing well by that. We, uh, we release every Tuesday because of, or we record every Tuesday. No. What are we doing? This is Sunday. Do I, have I been record? Are we recording Monday mornings? No. 
We are recording Wednesday morning. Okay, I figured out the schedule. I know what it is. I said it. I should know. <laughs> so funny, your, your roommate doesn't want to be on because I'm black. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's him? Oh, uh, I'm going to play God. a couple more innings. He did, he did an episode um, <laughs> when I first started because uh, originally I was like, oh, I'll just have like my regular friends on here, like not performing people. Yeah, like not, nobody's going to listen anyways. So. Right. Nobody is. Yeah. So... <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm just kidding. Thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> Thanks, mom. They, they don't. I've told them very specifically, this is not for you. I, I recorded will. one episode that I was like, okay, parents can listen if they want. I don't know if yeah. they did. I don't even remember which I, one I Actually, was. I'm glad that nobody listens to this because I'm just going to go in. <laughs> <laughs> Are we recording? Like, yeah, yeah, we're recording. We've been recording for a minute. Um, okay, I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the original guys that did the crab feast. I uh, I don't remember. So it was. It's hard um, to be Jamie and Jake at the same time. No, not Jay Moore. Right. That's why it's easier when there's three people here, which is what I wanted to do. We can carry on while you just fuck (laughs) off. (laughs) I can't remember who it was. Fuck. Nobody's going to be awake right now. All right. Carlos. Call in a homie. uh, No, we. Let's call call Jay Larson. I had a. We had a meeting at the comedy club for the next commercial. He's probably too busy building a clubhouse for his kids <laughs> was, in his yeah, backyard. Right? <laughs> with um, uh, so we we're, I was just shooting the shit with uh, with the club manager and Carlos Rodriguez, and he was talking about how the crab feast was so much better before Jay Larson. <laughs> I just threw both their names out there. It's okay, nobody knows. No shit. So you're like, dude, Jay Larson's dope. He was and he's like, like oh, yeah, so but he fucked work. the crab feast. No, I I love the crab feast with Jay. I thought um. They had a really good dynamic together. What happened? Like, I, so the, when they what, talk about it, they're like very like I there think, was an emotional thing about it. I don't think it is so much. I think uh, it's more scheduling was a motherfucker mm. and trying to get people on. And Jay has kids. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's like uh, Ryan has a kid too kid now thing. too. Yeah, as he should be because he's like yeah. I'm gonna be there because my dad wasn't. <laughs> yeah, but if you look at his Instagram, like he'll be. In Joshua Tree, camping mm-hmm. out with his two kids. Or camping in their backyard. He's yeah. making, uh, who's the comic? Is it Josh Wolf, I think it was, yeah. used to put his kids in his trunk and drive around fast in the yeah. parking lot because he couldn't afford anything. And look at, look at Josh coaster. Wolf and his kid. I mean, his kid's going right. to be the next but it's Jim the, Carrey. Because uh, uh, he's fucked in the head. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> that's, um, oh, let me do my best Josh Wolf impression. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, let's get back to the joke. Like he's just not. Uh. He looks like uh, Daniel Tosh's like older brother. I'll give you that. He looks like uh, he looks like a preppy skater. I mean, he just looks like a white guy. Yeah, actually, really looks like a really nice guy. Yeah, I bet he is. Pretty dope. But he's he's, got, a, so... he's got a kind of hot wife that looks like she's on the spectrum a little bit. <laughs> like if you took a hot chick and smushed her eyes together, you know what I mean. <laughs> Are do we think, recording? Do you think uh do you think there are people with OCD that relates to like sex? Like it it Absolutely. kicks in like during sex and they're like yeah. I gotta jerk you off three times. Yeah. <laughs> She's gotta like clap her fingers three times yeah. and then <laughs> Honestly, I think the OCD kicks in after you nut in a chick. The second you nut in, they I think go, you're like, thinking of shame. Oh, okay, okay. Is that when you start to hate yourself? <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, that's okay. that's shame. You figured it out. Look at you. You don't even have to go to therapy anymore. What's that thing where your stomach grumbles and you want to eat food again? Is that is that, is that happiness? What was that? Indigestion. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Are you enjoying your pumpkin coffee? Honestly, I can't taste the pumpkin. Do I have Corona? Maybe. Good thing I have antibodies. 
I ain't got anybody. <laughs> no, it's because I'm really white. I ain't got nobody on me. Hey, um, I don't remember. Uh, That's momentum, people. That's what we're on. <laughs> Why do you do this podcast so early? Because I have a job. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know and I have found about. it's better. I get better recordings in the morning than I do later in the day. I feel like Jim and Sam. I feel like, okay, what do we talk about? Uh, what's in the news? Uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. Who you got? It is Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday, everyone. Uh, we are recording Super Bowl Sunday. I don't... While I have your attention, let me just do a little plug right quick. Follow me on Instagram, Andre underscore Justice underscore Dawson. Let's continue. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> so I'm going to cut that out. Um... <laughs> Jake hates me. <laughs> I opened for Jay Larson in Oakland. One Are you time. serious? Yeah, it, he gave, it was. He, I got a very much. I didn't know it at the time. I just learned recently. Uh, but when like a working comic goes, "Hey, keep getting up, man. You're doing real well. Keep getting that means up." Means you suck. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is, and that's basically what he yeah. told. He was like, "You got something. Don't stop Ew. and keep going." But it keeps me going. It's one of the moments I think about where yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, keep doing this. this is you know what, what I'm worried about? Do. I'm worried I'm just good enough to suck at it. You just don't quit. Yeah. Like, you're, like you're what, two years in? I'm not, and not that's Pandy including, yeah. which doesn't count because yeah, we haven't exactly. been able to do shit. June 4th, 2019 was the first. So You know the date? June 4th, Luna's. Mine is coming up. I don't know the exact date, but it's like it's sometime next week. Yeah. You It'll remember be your first three years. Yeah. Remember your jokes? Dude. Are you serious? <laughs> I am unprofessional right now. <laughs> Bloop. Let's put that there. <laughs> my mother's really interested. I don't know what's going on. I'm just kidding. No. Oh, my God. I don't know my mother. Um, <clears throat> no, I do. She's dope. <laughs> um, my first set, I'm pretty sure I went up after Dylan Collins at the down low in Chico. Nice. I, had, uh, I was living in a yurt. At, on a lettuce farm in Petaluma. I thought that was a joke. Uh, it is a joke, but I actually did that. And I was, uh, I went to Chico where I went to school to visit some friends that weekend. I was mm-hmm. like, I need a hobby. I think I'm going to start doing stand up because I was listening to the crab feast. Mm-hmm. And we we're out bar hopping that night. And I walk into this bar and there's a fucking open mic going. <laughs> like, oh, I guess I have to do it. Uh, they had me do 15 minutes. Fuck. I did the same jokes three times. Oh my god! Uh, it was mostly just goofing with, trying to goof with the audience and just being trying on to just stage. And get I got the time. I got a couple of laughs, and then uh, on my way out, a couple people stopped me and were like, "Hey, that was really funny." And then at another bar later in the evening, I was stopped by two different people separate times to be like, "Hey, were you at that other bar? You were really funny." And I was like, "Don't ah. you wish they'd stop telling people that?" Telling people that they're funny. Yeah, because it's like, look, I appreciate we made you chuckle, but you, some of these people you shouldn't tell you're funny. You shouldn't tell Lola Camacho you're funny. You know oh, what I'm saying? <laughs> no, yeah, I get it. Um, it it reminds me of like which compliments I actually take, but like you, it, knowing <clears throat> the difference is big. Yeah, but with this comedy rolling back and like the time of like a a show there's only so many spots now and i'm frustrated when i see you know people that are in it because they want to come get drunk and kick it and, yeah and that's I'm, not gonna stop even, no doubt even with it even when the world goes back to normal i mean mm-hmm. that's an issue you'll see that if you go hang out at a comedy club you'll see mm-hmm. working comics do shit like that that then they get in trouble for yeah because i'm may like or you're may phoning not it in just like, happened 
I, I just don't understand. It's like, you know, you drove an hour and a half to just get fucked up and not try. I don't understand. And meanwhile, I'm like freaking out because I'm trying to make the best set of my life mm-hmm. happen. I, uh, <laughs> I, you, I do. I notice you do. I mean, you give a, there's one set I remember seeing you at an open mic where it looked like you weren't trying to do anything. Right. You just fucking, and that's when I heckled you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I, there was a point in time where I was learning crowd work and something that I was doing was I was doing this thing where I thought I had it. I got mm-hmm. this in the bag. Mm-mm. I walked up like this. Never. Is, this is Vince's. I'm not tripping. I got, I'm going to, I'm going to get a thousand laughs right now, which is the wrong place. Anyway, it's right. a bar. It's rowdy as shit. You can't yeah. do crowd work in it's, a bar, but you know what I'm doing is I'm, I'm trying to do what's funny before I do bits. Mm-hmm. You know, there's funny things in the room. There's things I'm noticing that I can capitalize on. Last night, somebody answered the phone. It's like, I got you. Mm-hmm. You you answered the phone. I fucking grabbed the phone, put it on speaker, you did got, the whole thing. Oh, hold on. They're, they answered their phone during like their my cell set. phone. Yes. That's okay. That's a move. And it was like, thank you, because you you don't get that opportunity all the time. No. And that's part of like getting up all the time to get more natural with stuff like yeah. that and getting comfortable with it. I was just listening to Fahim Amwar and uh, he was talking about how, you know, just like any comic will tell you the best, the best thing you can do is get up. Mm-hmm. And as much as they tell you that you don't realize it until you have sets like that, where if I don't go up every time, I don't get that opportunity where somebody answers a phone. Mm-hmm. And when I answered it, somebody, I somehow got into the conversation of what's your race is. Cause I saw the last name. It was some weird last name. He's like, Oh, I'm German. So I go, it's black history month, brother. Later. Doop. Hung up on him. <laughs> God. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, I don't. I haven't had that. Have you had people you uh, like tell you to fuck off on stage, or like you get sworn at while I've, you're on stage? This is what's. Ha- I've walked to. I've walked people twice. Mm-hmm. First time it was a little white lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked right in her face and I said, "Cops are pigs." Mm-hmm. She went inside and complained. Both times I walked people, it's actually Ben and Chico at the lab. Shout <laughs> out to the lab. The second time, uh, remember that girl? She got shot in the Capitol, mm-hmm. and I was talking shit. We're saying if she had bigger tits, she might have lived. Because it would have been more to travel through. Yeah, maybe it would have ricocheted. Right. Or, you know, maybe if she was hotter, they wouldn't have shot her. You know what I'm <clears> saying? <throat> um, <laughs> and this guy did Hold not- on, hold on real quick. This was like the day it happened? The, literally the next day. Awful. Yeah. And this guy, Awful. this guy's like one of those military types where he's like, rest in peace and Valhalla. And I'm like, okay, give it up for the white supremacists. Fuck. You know, like, bing, 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 hitting them. And then he gets up. I didn't realize this. He gets up. And his buddy grabs him, takes him inside. They don't pay their tab. They freak out at the manager, and then they break the door on the way out at the lab. How do you feel about that? Pretty good? So good. <laughs> so good. And I went in even harder after I noticed he got mad. Mm-hmm. I go, okay, before I go, let me do a Trump joke. Like, Does it, does it uh, hurt that it was just throwaway stuff like that? Or do you wish it was like an actual bit that somebody got mad at? I don't necessarily want a bit that people get mad at. Oh, I have one. Um, what I like is I like a reaction. Mm-hmm. I would prefer a, hap- a happy reaction. As Wait. fun as it is to deal with someone who's in a bad mood, the goal is to make you guys laugh. You know what I mean? Right. So you have to balance in between that. You yeah. get somebody a little. You can get somebody frustrated, but you got to cool it off. Yeah. Uh, and learning <clears throat> how to do that's difficult. You know, I got I got lucky last night because I had a heckler last night mm-hmm. front row. Drunk guy looked like any douchebag who throws the best bachelor parties. Mm-hmm. He looks like he, he dressed like a at, fraternity guy. Yeah, he looks like he dressed at my dad uh, will sue you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so when if I, it were if it were fifteen years ago, he would have had a visor and a zima in his hand. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, rosy red cheeks. 
Mm-hmm. But he looks like everybody from True Blood mixed into one. Mm, yeah. Okay. Popped collar and all that. And mm-hmm. uh, looked like he just got off break at a business firm or some bullshit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just got done beating his wife. They're getting and, worse, yeah, but okay. continue. I'm fucking <laughs> Are we done with this bit? <laughs> Anyway, I had, this guy I had a woman. Yeah, go ahead. And I had such a fun time going in on him because his name was Jack. So I was like, shut up, Jack, guys, and all these things. Mm-hmm. But I respect Jack it because, off. yeah, he took it and was laughing and was giving me some back. And it allows for this where he understands I'm here to make fun. You know, let me right. play with you for a little bit. I would have uh, really wanted to shut it down because I only have 10 minutes and these jokes are pretty good and they're better than me talking to you. I hear you. This was an open mic at a barbecue joint on the True. sidewalk. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, it's not this real. Is a, it's a South Sac open mic where they mm-hmm. give you actual glass 32-ounce Modellos. You know what That's I mean? That's pretty cool. <laughs> Do you remember um, I watched a guy at Vince's sitting at the bar with the 32-ounce Modello? Yes. And I was like, they don't sell those here. Yeah. Remember, I, call, I called him out on stage. I said, give it up mm-hmm. for the felon in the room who snuck oh, in his own beer. Felon. Yeah. <laughs> How has it been on the outside? It's been like three days, huh? Oh, man, I did that. I think I did well that night. I usually do. Uh, that night, I think. No, uh, that night might have sucked. Yeah, no, you're great. One night sucked out. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, okay, so I have a bit. You know the bit, the jazz bit. I don't listen to you. Do stand up. And uh, I was asked not to do that joke Why? for um, a show, a showrunner who I'll mouth to you now. Oh, okay. So this person said, hey, don't do that trans joke at my show, but I'll book you. And I was like, sure thing. Uh, The jazz joke was really rough when you saw it. I was just figuring it out. I've rewritten it. I think it's working and getting the point across a lot better now. And then she said, what's the jazz joke? The principal character of the joke you just told me not to tell, which made me go, you don't. No, it's not that you don't like the joke. It's that you don't like that I'm talking about transgender Trans, people yeah. in general. Too bad. So guess what I did? Talk that about, fucking yeah. joke. And yeah. you know what fucking murdered and I closed with? Yeah. That fucking joke. Yeah. So then like a month later, she texts me and she's like, so you did the joke? And I was like, yeah. And she and uh, she was like, and I asked you not to. I was like, yeah, we probably shouldn't work together. And she was like, oh, yeah, I think that's best. That was like two years ago. Yeah. Uh, I did that joke at Laughs Unlimited on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And that's the joke the club manager told me was the one they liked. They went, I really liked that joke, that punch there. And then like mentioned it when mm-hmm. I like that made me laugh really hard. And I felt validated. Dude, it's like black people for like the last 400 years have been the butt of the joke. Like trans people get their time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm glad we're at that point where, you know, back in the day it was like under your mouth, the oh, fucking fags and shit like that. And now mm-hmm. it's like trans is like this big topic. I love making fun of dude when me and Heather sit down and just fucking go Heather, back and forth. Heather Rogue is one of the funniest people in Sacramento Bro. right now. And what I love is she's <clears throat> big she's like a comics comic where she'll throw it out and I get to toss out a few punchlines and then she'll toss out a couple more and she's not afraid of talking she'll listen she'll tag she's not afraid of talking about anything it's why i like logan as well first time i meet him i'm like hey did you lose did you lose your feet in one accident or two (laughs) dude and he's like what do you want to know you got a minute let me tell you the whole story you know what's funny every time he tells me i'm so faded that i can't remember the story so now it's at that point where i go 
yo, uh, what have you? He's like, dude, I'm not telling you anymore. Um, I've told you like five times. Well, I, I did you a favor. Listen to the first episode he was on. Right. And he tells the whole story well, all the way Well, you know through. what? Uh, congratulations, Logan. I saw your fight. Uh, we were all watching. Got the whole boys out there. Um, you did very well the first one. The second one, you kind of sucked. But uh, you have no feet. And, right. Well, uh, no, he, he did. I mean, he got ahead. Um, you know, he, he got ahead early. That second fight was a struggle it was a big big guy big mm-hmm. big guy and he looks Samoan and the problem was is he, Logan just couldn't get off his back right you know and he's gassed and it's these BJJ things where they like they set him up where he's sitting in front of him and the guy gets to wrap his arms behind from behind around mm-hmm. him and like there's different setups where like no matter how hard he tried he just was so gassed he couldn't get out from below him so Next time on two guys that don't know shit about fighting. Yeah, so he put his arm around and he fucking twisted it and he gave him a... <laughs> Logan will start talking about it on here. Like, so he goes in for a leg lock. I go, you need to back it up a yeah. little bit, but I don't yeah. know what the fuck hey, you're mister, talking about. Why don't you quit talking about legs, all right? <laughs> I don't listen to a car, which I don't listen to a woman when she talks I about think, cars, okay? I'm, okay, I'm so, listen to you about so that, feet. that jazz joke, uh, <laughs> the line that would just irritate everybody beforehand, I would just say... Um, so the whole uh, files, I don't want to do the premise, whatever. Um, yeah, don't, don't lose this fire ass bit. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the whole thing is like, if, uh, I'm, I'm fascinated by stereotypes because a lot of them just don't have any logical backing behind them whatsoever. We just kind of see stuff and laugh when it happens. And I'm wondering where that stuff is based from. Where did it come from? So instead of actually researching it and figuring it out, let's write a joke and and be goofy about it. Mm. So if women are bad drivers was the thing. If women are bad drivers, is a trans woman also a bad driver? Where does the stereotype come from? How far is she in the transition? Jazz. She transitioned when she was like eight years old. Um, Like one of the very few cases where it's documented all the way through where several doctors are like, yep, yep, yep. Well, that's better to do it early. The dick's not too big. Dude, she's hot. You can yeah. go look and, and she, I don't know the episode I saw, she was probably like 19 or 20, something like hmm. that. And I was like, damn, that's a, that was not that before. Wow. Yeah. They should really make them wear armbands. You know what I mean? So we can <laughs> tell which one's, which right? Jesus that's a great idea, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Okay. So it, it's easier to transition them at a young age. You talk about another thing. <laughs> Cause they're easier to hold down. You know Since what I mean? You're so. doing Nazi jokes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, I'm trying to get canceled, brother. So uh, it was canceled before I ever was. That's the new theme of this podcast. Yeah, I think. Well, I don't think I don't have a Twitter. <laughs> I don't because it sucks. <laughs> Kim said it a few weeks ago, uh, and, and now it's brought up every week. It's been brought up every week now. She's <laughs> just like she said something like I was going to be canceled before I ever was. And I'm yeah. like, that's ah, the whole show. Yeah. Um, the okay. we're going to be on CBS. So my we my family we share passwords for Netflix and stuff. And I remember this bit Netflix Hulu and all that. Right. Okay. So this actually happens. I um Jewel never sixty nine blah blah. Yeah. Okay. So my brother texts me and he goes, "Hey, not everybody's heard it." Oh, there's a punchline, folks. <laughs> you say, I'm not going to do the punchline. I'm just going to tell you the story of what happened and then goofing it. It's fine. <laughs> you didn't though. Jesus Christ. I'm derailing this <laughs> as much as I can. <laughs> 
Oh man, well I get good. I'm glad you're derailing it. Without Logan here, I don't know who would. Yeah, um, you're welcome. <laughs> so my brother texts me what the what, he asked me the password like three four times a year. So I send him the wrong password all the time. The last time I sent and it's first PlayStation, so it takes longer to type the code in. So I sent him one that said the Jews will not replace us sixty nine. I texted him that I go that's the password. So then he typed that into his PlayStation and then texts me two minutes later because that's how long it took to put the thing in. He goes you motherfucker, that's not the password. Right now. There are punches to that joke. There's a whole thing before it. And I forgot how to do it completely and then just tried to rush the joke at the end of my set mm. at laughs on Thursday. Mm. And it did not. I was just like, mm. hey, share passwords. Just tell them it's this. And that was the whole joke. Mm. It was. I made a funny password, folks. <laughs> it was so bad. I immediately just went, I did not tell that joke the right way. Oh. And I wish I wouldn't have done it at the end here because I don't have oh. enough time to fix it. Isn't it funny how bad a burn hits when you hear it? Like, as I become more and more invested in this comedy thing, mm-hmm. and when I hear about a burn, or a bomb, I it's should bomb. say, rather. Uh, dude, the other night I was at uh, the lab, mm-hmm. and I do this a lot, you know, where I bomb. go. Bomb? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You see my sets. <laughs> and uh, I do this thing where I go, uh, you know, come on, let's see how much energy we got. Let's get loud. Let's Don't do that. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on a way to do this. And I did this, and... Sometimes I'll go like, okay, let's see how this side gets. How long are you? Mm-hmm. And then I do this one in the middle of the side. Okay, real quick. It helps if you put it. everybody in bleachers. Right. If, also, if stuff. they're comedy fans, not drunken pieces of shit at a fucking random bar in Chico. You know Maybe. what I mean? Maybe. And so I get loud. Let's get loud. It got nothing. I'm talking zero. Mm-hmm. And I have it recorded. And I'm trying to watch my set. And I forgot that that was in there. And I watched it. And I had to like physically... Leave my phone in another room. Like, like calm down at how horrible that yeah, was. Like, and yeah. you, you feel it in your like, you feel it like it's yeah. Like, but do you know why? Do you know what you did wrong? Uh, well, I. This is the thing: is I asked the crowd to give me something I didn't deserve. You know what I'm saying? Like these people no, are maybe like, waiting for me to make a funny, and rather than doing jokes, I'm asking them to make noise. Right. You're like, hey, give me energy. Yeah. And that's not the job. Yeah. You're the one with the microphone. Yeah. You give them the energy. So I, yeah. I don't know. I think you're asking too much too soon, yeah. and you got to work them well, into it. If their energy is yeah. low, you got like I, I used to do that too. I'd be like, mm-hmm. I want all of the energy in the world because that's how I like to operate. Mm-hmm. But if they're not ready, they won't go. So you got to yeah. you got to work them there. So you, uh, mm-hmm. what it, this is a different thing. You're taking them like A to F. You got to get mm-hmm. them to B first. Yes. And this is fun because I love this process of learning how to make because every crowd's different, you know, and sometimes I'll walk up on stage and they're hot and they're ready to go and they're waiting on every word. Mm-hmm. And something I'm willing to do is I'm willing to work for that energy. You know what I mean? Like I'm willing you have to, to. Yeah, I'm willing to put a thousand into it to get 10 percent of your energy like. So this is an opportunity for me. Like when I, when that happened, I watched that video and I go, I know exactly what I did wrong. I mean, the, I go up there, what you never see the comics, especially these comics nowadays where they go up and the two minutes in the set and they haven't said a joke, you know, cause they have expect you, that if you go give it up for the host, they're really killing it. Ah. If you, if you want to actually see how comedy is supposed to be done, you need to go to a comedy club mm-hmm. and then just watch it all the time. Because so isn't comedy- this funny, bro? Because when I've done, I've done, for instance, Punchline, right? Mm-hmm. And I've never been in more of a forgiving room. I mean, that room, they laughed at anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering what my goal is in comedy. Who am I trying to make laugh? 
Am I trying to make people at comedy clubs laugh or I'm trying to make I mean is that the only goal you just want to make people laugh? Not I'm I'm asking the question. I'm presenting this as a question where it's mm-hmm. like I don't know necessarily the goals I should have, mm-hmm. but I know that when I do a club, I've done well. And then not to say I'm not going to do well at a club or it couldn't I, happen. I can tell you right now, you did not do well the last time I saw you at a club. Well, that was last unlimited. Right. And that was my first 10 and the nerves hit me and I'm not trying to give myself excuses, but I know what it feels like to be in a comedy club rather than the sidewalk at some barbecue joint. And I'm trying to, and also not to say I didn't do well there, but I'm trying to, I'm presenting myself the question, like, what is the goal here? I want to tour at clubs. You know, I want to be a club comic. Clubs are better. Yeah. And they are actual comedy fans. And it's like, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you don't, you can get people off the street that don't fucking know. And yeah, it's like, still going to well, happen. But the odds are. In a are, bigger city, maybe where people are going, hey, the, the you want to take it to The this? difference is when you're at a club is the club has your back uh, when people are there. And I mean, unless you. Like security. Unless like that. you Matt Medina pe- people. God damn. Um, they're usually they're gonna have your <laughs> back. Fucking bitch, you fucking and it shut also, the fucking bitch, you fucking. It like, also <laughs> depends on the club. Have you seen? There's a movie called The Opening Act. Just came out with uh, Jimmy O Yang. Um, and, is that the uh, one that uh, Cedric the Entertainer? No, I haven't seen that one. I'm looking. It's on Amazon. I'd give it a watch. It's a guy like getting his first hosting weekend at a comedy club. Neil Brennan plays the club owner, oh, who that. I started describing him to some people and a bunch of comics immediately went i know exactly who that is yeah you ever seen uh timon from uh the lion king in human the form new one or the old one it's timon in human form it's a wordy joke but i got it out there the original or the, the one that just king. came out timon okay so timon was the meerkat right who was originally played by nathan lane and oh. then played by billy eichner the which one are you talking one. about oh god what are you doing are you saying <laughs> that's what neil brennan looks like <laughs> yes he looks like sloth from Ice Age. Anyway, Jake has friends. Great podcast comes out every Tuesday. <laughs> I just, I just want you to be comfortable enough to know that you don't need to tell me what everybody looks like. Um, this is my bit. You know, right? <laughs> You've seen me do stand up. I can't help it. Jake looks oh, like he man. took his finest mop and put his hair on today. Do you feel good about that one? No, I don't actually. Good. You know. Yeah, you make me a really good comedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I that's the my goal in all of this is to make everyone be around people that are better than me. Because if any once you're, why am I here? When, uh, I had cancellations <laughs> this week. Um, I know. It was, hey, uh, what are you doing tomorrow morning? <laughs> yeah, that was Friday at like eleven o'clock. I'm like, hey, so, so speaking of Cedric, he's a little busy. I uh, literally. I get two hosts, to, so this won't happen. And, and they like, both can't. And then Logan's like, oh, no, I'm going to be in Vegas on a fight. And I'm like, shit. And then I text Kim, and she's like, I have a fucked up teeth right now. And I'm like, what the fuck? We're having a dental emergency right now? What the fuck does that mean? We'll talk about it next week. I don't want to get into it. I'll let her okay. like, bring it in. I'm not going to listen. So. speak for her. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are we talking about? Clubs? If you watch, th- there's a difference between... So, like, you watch a lot of open mic comedy, which is, I wouldn't call comedy most of the time. It's really bad. Um, and then there's specials that you watch on TV, but that's a whole thing. What are you well, doing? Sorry. You know what's crazy? I was watching, like, Big Jay Okerson on Instagram, right? And he's doing mm-hmm. bits. And he's what? more of, like, who you would see at a club, but in yeah. New York because he's a New York guy. Is it weird that jokes aren't that funny? 
Well, they're going to be less and less funny to you because you're constantly thinking about them all the time and trying uh, to figure out how okay. it works. It's not as there's there's a like you were talking earlier about getting a reaction. There's part of that to comedy. There are jokes that need to have that surprise to elicit that that laughter. Mm-hmm. But if you're not surprised anymore, then what's the point? This is the thing is I don't know half the shit I'm talking about, and I'm so young. Neither do I. Yeah, when it comes to this, but I'm willing to like stand on a ledge and and present how I feel about things, but I'm not married to any ideas. But when I listen to like Big J Ogerson said, he put, a, he put, a, he told a joke about a fight about these fat chicks fighting. It's like, I'm listening to the story. I know it's a funny story. The topic's funny. And I hear the punchlines and people are laughing. I'm like, but I'm not. And it's not that I don't like Big J Ogerson. I just, I'm, I'm maybe like, you're right. It's because I'm so absorbed with like funny. I'm trying to find the funny at all times. That when I see a, I'm watching stand up, I'm like, I'm not laughing. And I don't watch that much stand up in the first place because I'm too impressionable. I, I'll pick up mannerisms. That's I'll, a, that's a early thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and you're going to do it. <clears throat> that's why I like podcasts. And eventually you'll, f- you will figure it out for yourself and develop your own voice because you're aware of it and you don't want to do that thing. But we all sound like who we admire at the beginning. I yeah. 100% have. I mean, there. Oh, fuck, what joke is it? I have a joke somewhere that I'm like, this is just written as John Mulaney. Yeah, it's just what it is. Oh, but it, 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 he's a, a whole other thing because his delivery is such a classic stand-up delivery yeah. that it seems like that's what it should be based. Yeah, off like of. this is there's a style to stand-up, but you know, like Sean Grady, like the local, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I, the local. I, I like watch him. I like wa- I've been watching him lately, and now every once in a while I'll do a thing where what are you talking about, Miss? Come in here. Yeah. Now you come here with that shirt on. What are you doing? And I'm pointing at them and I'm doing the Sean Grady thing. I'm like, whoa, I'm doing Sean Grady. Shout out to Sean Grady. Why am I doing this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to check myself in a That's set. That's my where, Sean Grady impression. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need a lot more weight on that one. <laughs> that dude literally looks like a refrigerator. He sounds like a 1950s dog laugh, like a cartoon dog from Hanna-Barbera. Okay, okay. I can't remember the one. Danny Luna and I figured out who He looks was. like walking the mile. Walking a green, green mile. mile. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, boss. He's a guy from C-Spot Run, too. <laughs> yeah. John Candy. No, John Coffee. Yeah. Like the drink, except spelled different. <laughs> it was that big guy. Uh, yeah, it was that big guy from uh, The Longest Yard, the big black guy. Oh, um, um, uh, you can call me anything. Just don't eat me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck, my, my roommate was talking about him the other day. Jamie, can you pull that up? Yeah, Jamie. <laughs> Dude, both of these movies, both of the Longest Yard movies were really Really good, good really good. Really good stuff. Yeah. Are you a Burt Reynolds fan? Uh, no. But you know what I did like? I liked the beginning of, uh, dude, when I was a kid, this is how stupid I was, bro. Is it Michael Irvin? Uh, he was the big motherfucker. That big dude. I think he's the same guy. Oh, no, no it's a different guy. No, 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 that's guy. a different It's not guy. the Green Mile guy. That's the different guy. Yeah, but he, he might oh, be bigger oh, than the Green Mile guy. No, he's not the Green Mile guy, if that's what no, you're No, I'm saying he's okay, bigger than he's the Green Mile guy. He's a big motherfucker. Yeah, he's one of the, he's like, remember he's lifting the whole fucking thing? Was, was he, no, he wasn't Dude. Brucey. Brucey was the short guy. <laughs> That was, yeah, he's a dumb that guy. wanted to fuck. I can't up. read. You know who is in that movie? I always forget. It's fucking Nelly. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. No. Oh, Tracy, Tracy Morgan. Ah! Yeah. 
Give me a C, C, C. Give me an O, O, O. Give me <laughs> playing, playing like uh, uh, I don't even know. How do you even phrase that anymore? I know what the character like, was in his. He's head. like, calm he's down, like, black freckle. Right. He's like, I'm just gonna play like a gay guy in prison that that's a woman, a gay cheerleader dude. Right. Like, like right. a full on like that 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 can get you canceled nowadays. That's like blackface. Oh man, that's what I mean. Like well, probably the last performance. <laughs> we'll get you know like what's that. so funny about that? Remember when they talk about shaving points? Mm-hmm. I was so young and I thought I knew everything that I was like, they were like, what does that mean? Shaving points. It's like, it means that he pulled his dick out on the, and during the game and he shaved his pubes during the game. Jesus Christ. And and then my aunt heard me I one time. I can't believe he would have done that. My aunt heard me one time and she's like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like he, he got caught shaving his pubes during the game. No, dog. <laughs> it's a little, little piece of Andre for you. Oops. Is it Bob Sapp? Yeah, it is because it was Swickowski. I like how you're yeah. dedicated to getting this name. That's, that's what it was. Gives a that's name. what it was. It was, um, dude. Th- that's the kind of shit that'll drive me up a wall. Four a.m. You'll wake in a, up in a podcast, and they're like, "Ah, screw it," and they leave yeah. it alone. And I'm driving, everyone's, and everyone's, I can't Google yeah, it. Everyone's listening, going like, "I don't give a fuck about who that is." Oh my god. Um, where his name was right here, Bob Sap. Robert Malcolm Bob Sap, born September twenty second, seventy three. He's not related to Warren. He is under contract with... 22 years older than me. He's a fighter. Fights in Japan. Jesus. He fights. I forgot about this scene. When they they get Nelly cleats in 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 prison. In the cake. In the cake. And then they give Swakowski the The cake. cake, Yeah. And it's just this big motherfucker. You know what eating bothered me? cake with his hand. You know like what bothered me? He had his gloves on when he's eating the cake. That's what bothered me. <laughs> this is so that, much funnier. Yeah. That's what bothered me. Not the fact that everyone just put their hands in there to grab the fucking cleats, but you have these weird sweaty gloves and you're just taking fistful of cake. I know. That's why it was funny. Ugh. Weird shit like that gets me. Oh, man. That was a funny movie. And what's they the, what's this podcast on? about? Uh, I have friends on to prove to my dad that I do, in fact, have friends. Oh, this is what this called Jake has friends. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So when I was young, younger. Uh, That's when you had friends. And my brothers as well. My dad would, to all of us. God, way to tell the story, Jake. When my brothers and I were younger, if we ever told my dad, hey, can we go hang out with some friends or can we go to a friend's house? Don't he would go, first of all, you don't have any friends. So where are you going? It's a great guy. And that's just his love language. That was a big joke. That's how we would. That's how he that's operates. His love language. Have you mm-hmm. listened to Eric Griffin lately? No, I just dated a girl <laughs> that read that book. Oh, uh, that didn't work out, did so, it? No, no, it didn't. Listen, not. if I need a love language to tell me who I'm fucking, then you could get on. I mean, the book's pretty helpful. That's Let's my figure penis. Out, like, how what you... my love language is? No, 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 no. It's actually really a good thing to know if you're going to be in a relationship, yeah, how right, you actually. like to receive yeah, affection, right. how you like to but give affection. But this is the thing, Jake. I'm 100% honest with myself and how I feel. I don't need a book to tell me that well, I you want can cuddles. Be, you can be honest and, and, and sincere about what you want and still right. not know. Well, this I'm, I'm very aware. This is why or I do well how to acid. do it correctly. Right. Oh, and self-aware is, is a to learn. great, great thing yeah. to have when you're yeah. going to do psychedelics. But this is what I'm saying: is I'm fully aware of a lot of these things. Like I'm pressed, I'm pressed against the things that I know about myself. Like I don't mm-hmm. keep things hidden. And so when I'm in a relationship, for instance, I'm kind of in one right now. It's like I'm overly honest, painfully honest, and it creates like an, a freedom where I, I'm like kind of. I'm not held down to anybody's version of my life because, wow, this is too real. We talk about like gay shit again or something. We were. Please continue. Yeah. 
no, my penis is really tiny, so I'm no, very insecure. No, and no, when no. I you're really open. Them. I do that same thing. I'm yeah. too open at the beginning and, or in general, I think. Yeah. And I just – I overshare a lot can make people yeah. uncomfortable, especially yeah. when you talk about something that somebody else might not be comfortable with. Yeah. For me, when death happens, I talk about it and uh-huh. I joke about it and stuff. Like that you, wonder, you wonder if she screamed before she died? You, you think she uh, – well, like when I, uh, when my dog died a couple of months ago and then I moved out here and I started a new job and I was just talking about, it. I don't remember how it came up, but I made some joke about, like, Oh, you, you know, we can laugh at death. We, it's okay. We all grieve differently. I said something like that. And one of my coworkers, I guess his best friend had died in his arms like recently. That's hilarious. And he was like, he, I think still to this day wants to beat the shit out of me. Serious? I had no idea. Yeah, I found out from other people. Let's relax. He was an asshole anyway, dog. Yeah. So, like, I, uh, I that sort of like uh, wanting to be open and comfortable and stuff. I think that when I do that, it can help other people deal with their shit, which is part of what we're doing up here too, and what I try to do with my friends. I go, yeah. you can't leave that shit together. You do have to let some of it out, not all of it. Yeah, you but let you all have of it this out. like nonchalant way that irritates people, and I love it. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> It's like your version of things makes sense to you so much mm-hmm. that it's hilarious anybody else's way of thinking. Right. I, fi- I find this in my life. Thank you. <laughs> I find this in my life where like you're so sure on things mm-hmm. and not that that's a bad thing. Right. But it creates like your version of funny. Mm-hmm. Like when I when I hear you talk about, oh, some guy, he had someone die and I made fun about it and he did not even want to fight. I'm like. Well, fuck him. If right. he can't see what you're trying to do, then go home. Well, and, pussy. I, and I, the big thing with that, I didn't know that that happened. If I would have known, I would have known. Oh, we how all was I deal supposed to death. know he got Qaddafi'd? Right. Hmm? And I know that, like, when I tell jokes like that in front of a hundred people or something, that there's going to be somebody in there that's going to be like, "Death just happened." But I know there's also well, nobody's going to laugh, and everyone's going to. There are you, also going to be people in that room that go, "That right there is how I deal as well," because we we all deal with it differently, and yeah. you just have to fucking accept that yeah. and move on with your fucking life. Yeah, I'm one of those people that I just don't think about things. I allow time in between thought. So, like for instance, uh, death, I can just take a month. Mm-hmm. I realize death happened, but I don't absorb all those emotions. I just kind of let it be. And by the time I bring it up, I'm okay. I've moved past. I'm one of those people I regret a lot. Like, I'll not necessarily regret everything. I know what you mean. But like, after I do something, it takes a, usually a, after an argument, I'll come back like, okay, look, like, you know, I was angry. I wish we could not do this. Maybe next time we don't freak out. Let's take, let's mm-hmm. separate. You know what I mean? I, when I, I'll immediately make jokes. As soon as I'm uncomfortable, I make jokes. It's, uh, I, Why I can't you get hard. I learned yeah, this. It looks funny though. Doesn't not it? been an issue. Um, actually one thing, the only time I ever had an issue with that, I was on Prozac and then on Lexapro. <laughs> At least we can get some sleep. Those things, Am I right? If, if you're, if you're on those, they make your PP or Bajingo not work. Yeah. I well. heard Kanye's song. Shout out Elliot Reed, Bajingo. Um, yes. <laughs> Not to be what was I just talking about? Um, I wasn't listening. You motherfucker! <laughs> so here you're doing you're doing a thing that uh, I think a lot of dudes do in general, where you open up and you talk real, and then you go, "Oh, I don't want this," and then you just keep making jokes and yeah. butting in and trying to shift it around, <laughs> and you're afraid to be around. My dad does it. My older brother does it all the time, and then yeah. I have to make fun of him <laughs> yeah. more for not being able to let his feelings out. Okay. But now I can really get him because he has a daughter, and I go, "Is this yeah. really what you want? You really want to hold it back?" Yeah, like this? it's funny because I do like tossing out real subjects, but also defensively being like, "Oh, I'm laughing," like mm-hmm. as because it's funny because everything's honest. 
you know, most of my bits are honest. They're real things that have happened. It's funny, mm-hmm. but I toss it out in a way where it's like, I wash my hands with all the guilt. You can't do anything. I I presented this situation where my hands are clean. You know what I'm saying? And so if I there, feel this way, ha- it's not you, my fault. You have the logic in your head. You put it, I think, I really liked how you put that. You're so sure of things in your head. You're not, I'm, not, I'm not fully aware that other people aren't. Exactly. <laughs> like you're, you have so much confidence in decision making and like thought like in my jokes yeah like even when you're conversating you will pick a direction with your topics and just run this is how i feel about and it's like i i always like two steps forward one step back my thoughts mm-hmm. you know i go like oh bo- okay wait what'd i say bo- bo-. and then you catch me sometimes where i'm so free like you see me at a mic sometimes where i've had a couple and i just don't give a fuck so how do you how do you get there without doing that this is my thing um i'm learning as an adult like how people think. Mm-hmm. So not I, enough. I don't necessarily <laughs> know what I'm talking about, but I like to diagnose my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I like to put them out there, talk it out, and then see what I come up with. And I learn things as I'm speaking half the time. Uh, but when I'm is in- that is that not the best in the world? Yeah. When when you're in the middle of, and you're trying to work something out and you're talking to people and then you're like, wait, 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 I think it's did yeah. I just did I I think we just figured it out. Dude, when you said like that makes sense and I was like, what did I say? I was like, okay, yeah. Oh, uh, you're so sure about this? Like, holy shit, that doesn't make sense. Holy shit, I'm saying it's right. And like, this is why I trust. I do zero filter. I just throw it out there and then I go, okay, what did I say? Holy shit, that made sense. Did you just validate exactly what I yeah. said? I don't need to research yeah. this like, any further. Yeah, I feel like I say a lot of shit and people are like, dude, I'm going to get that tattooed. And I'm like, bro, that's total <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Do you have any tattoos? I got this. Is that really a tattoo? Yeah, I tattooed that on myself. It is a, dude. for the folks listening at home, God, uh, it is a good. smiley face uh, on the palm of my hand, the fleshy part next to the thumb on the right side. The part you poke when you're trying to figure out if your meat's done. Exactly. And... It is a because he what the fuck? Did you know that? <laughs> no. So on your on your hand, if you um, hold your fingers all together and put your thumb next to your hand, so it's flat like it's on the table, and all of your fingers and your thumb are together. Hold it like that. Um, kind of push this together. That meaty part when you press it, like depending on where you press, uh, it's at the closer to your wrist is going to be like well done, and then down here is more rare. So when you poke your meat, it oh, should feel tell. about the same. And then you can that tell the where the whitest thing I've at. ever heard in my life. So you want to know what barbecue. you know how hey, to cook hey, meat? Just, just feel on your hand. Real, That'll tell you real quick here, <laughs> so you know it's not just a white guy thing. Uh, they have barbecue in Atlanta. Just so you know. Wait, are you telling me black people eat barbecue? I mean, some would argue they invented a lot of it in You're Louisiana. Canceled. I'm fucking out of here, dude. <laughs> Dude, I got in this weird conversation with uh, Shannon. Happens often. Shannon Battle, shout out Shannon Battle. And he he said I looked uh, Cree. Uh, he said I looked like like Creole. And I and mm-hmm. I was like, well, that would explain my love for big tits. And he didn't get it. I don't think I get it. Well, because they're trying to compare me to a certain type of black person. Right. He's like, oh, you're one of them deep South Creole, Creole from Louisiana. Yeah. Very, like, I'm like, oh, well, that explains my love for big tits. Mardi Gras, you know all that shit. That's mm-hmm. the type of shit I was getting at. N-A-D- A to F. <laughs> that's where that's where that joke didn't work. It went too far. I'm like, I don't know how we. I'm like, okay, like I, Super I get Bowl. That so you, who you got? You got I Tom Brady, like, big tits. But like, why are we? But this is the thing. It makes sense to me. Cause like, if you were to go like, oh right, Louisiana. I see it. I yes. See it. Okay, I could have held your hand My, to get there, but I feel like 
This I is, need, the hand the, needed to be held there because I didn't know where we were going. What my favorite it's dark thing in though, here, okay? But, but some of the, my favorite times having conversations with comics is where I don't like. It's almost like like a Jedi conversation where we have you ever seen really intelligent like professors talk where yeah. they present formulas and they go, oh well, what about Newton's blah blah? And he goes, well, that would work, but it's all about the congress of this uh, formula. And you go, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's try the uh, congruent this thing. And it's the like, more you talk, the more clear it is you did not go to college. Yeah, exactly. I did not go to college. <laughs> did not go to college. <laughs> There's a Foothill Farms school system right here, buddy. <laughs> Newton and Congress and congruency. You just went like four different topics. But you see what I mean? Where it's like, I obviously don't. But I love that you're trying to go for three, too. You're like, I got to do three. It's a creature of habit. (laughs) But this is how I have conversations with comics where I present the funny thing. And rather than having to spell it out, they go, oh, I see what you're getting at. And I can continue with the next topic. Right. And the next but, topic. But the, and the, comic, topic. the comic isn't your audience, really. You got to explain to the audience. I wasn't doing it for the audience. Too. I was having a conversation with comics, dog. Okay. <laughs> I don't need the little white lady being like, what does he mean about Creole? Like, it was just one. I love that thing where you have this, like, I would have, I would have in the Creole. Oh, I get it. Louisiana, because I like spicy crawfish and, and big tits. titties. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. No, you're right there. Because then that you is can the way to present it. Because you, you realize, oh, now I know that Mardi Gras was there. I needed a few more clues to know we're talking Louisiana. Yeah. Because like guess, I knew uh, Creole, but I don't think specific. I mean, because Manifest Destiny, dude, we're all over the place. But yeah, black people love um, Manifest Destiny. I, um, derail, derailed. <laughs> Shannon Battle, Chris Tucker. Um, uh, he looks like uh, Chris Tucker from Friday mixed with Chris Tucker from Rush Hour. It's the same Chris Tucker. No, but one has a scarf. So I thought I liked my impression of of Shannon the other day. I get him every now and again. I get real. I love going up after Shannon mm. because he has he's Def Jam basically is mm. how he how he presents his shit. How we doing tonight? And you're right. He's just I when he actually is doing his jokes. I'm like, you're doing a good job. But he's mm-hmm. another guy where I'm like, you need to slow down on the parting a little bit. If you mm. if you push. Because some you can tell when he's drunk on stage mm-hmm. and he's not as good, mm-hmm. uh, and he's super. T- his stage presence. You is know absurd. what bothers me with people like Shannon? First of all, they're black. I fucking hate them. <laughs> fucking god, dude. Um, <laughs> one of my bits for the. Roast. I don't think anybody knows. Like, I don't post pictures of who is on here or anything. I am a white forty-five-year-old. I guess your name's man. Andre. There's that. <laughs> I, except Andre was a white is a white guy named Andre the Giant. Yeah, Andre um, Dawson was a black baseball player. Dawson Dawson is a black last name. Um, right? No, Miss Dawson is I'm fucking what's her name from Big Deeds. I'm very white. Just tell everybody what I color your parents people. are, so it's okay. My mother for you to make is these. pale white. My dad is dark as the night. Mm-hmm. But I came out like toast, <laughs> like the perfect kind of toast. Creole. Creole. <laughs> oh, this is what I don't like about people like Shannon. First of all, they're black and we can't keep them around. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm not going away from that bit. The second, it's like, I've seen Shannon. Look, look Andre, I'm just saying there used to be somebody on this show that we had to get rid of for similar comments. Yeah. So it's oh, fine. Nice. Yeah. We're not going to get, a, I'm that's not getting I'm, called back for this. Now one. that's for him. He won't listen to this, yeah. but one day he might and, uh, and he'll enjoy that. Yeah. I'm so, I don't listen that. to your fucking podcast. I have no idea. Yeah. Who that is. Uh, Okay. Uh, you have listeners? Yeah, like eight. Okay. Consistently. What's One up? of them's in the other room. Well, so. tell, tell your mom I said hey. 
um, been over this. You did this joke 40 oh, minutes she ago. Did or... Oh my God. <laughs> I'm trying no, to get just inside. <laughs> so you don't like Shannon, first of all, because he's black. Yeah. And this is the thing about people like Shannon is there's these things about, you ever been around someone who needs a yes man? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you, you, you have these people that have people around them that are like, man, you're the. It, someone will be like, man, I'm fucking entourage. killing pussy. I'm doing all this, and you're, and they want to be like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, man, you are you did you're the shit. You're like, yeah, look at this shit. It's like all the talent in the world, okay, all that. Just, I mean, no, just all you do is stand up. It's like, and I've seen a murder, and then like I'm talking murder. You've mm-hmm. seen it. I've seen it. And then he gets off stage. He, he's, he's not guy, happy because he, he didn't have a girl on his shoulder. Right. And I'm like, bro, if that doesn't bring you enough happiness, I don't know what could. Because the feeling of doing good, not even murdering, but the feeling but like of doing, doing well good, on stage is the best thing the in the whole best fucking world. Fucking feeling. What are you upset about? What could possibly get you down right now? If it's not good enough, there's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Show business, man. It's never enough. I'm just like, and this is the self-deprecating comic. So I that, am. that's what I'm wondering if. if that energy. Like, I don't think I'm the shit. You know what I mean? If he, if that energy gets put in like that, oh, I'm not because of stand up, like, oh, it's not enough. I need more stand up, not girls so much. Then I think he would be successful in, in three Bro. years. He'd be, he'd be killing it. Bro. But uh, you have to want it is a big part of it. You have to want yeah. to do that. Um, I, yeah, we got a minute. Um, I, his energy is so crazy. I would have to follow him at, uh, what the fuck Wednesdays at high water uh, Mars Parker would do a Wednesday night show in uh, downtown Sacramento. And it was kind of like a pregame show for people going out on Wednesdays. So you get couples and groups of people like coming seven in o'clock show drinking. Yeah. And they'll take a look for like 30 minutes and then they'll leave. So it's a bar show. So catch them if you got them. Right. And Mars would put me up cause I've murdered there and I've bombed there back and forth, back and forth. I I'm, I'm doing better more often now and I were shut down, but, um, he would always put me up after Shannon. He'd put Shannon up and then me over and over again. And we are totally different deliveries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it took me a minute to figure out how to do it. And I figured it out. I just have to make fun of him for a second right mm-hmm. when I get on stage and we're good. Yeah, because everybody wants to shit on Shannon. Right. And it's hard to do. It's hard to do. He, well, the fun thing is, though, he's a shit roaster. He can't roast anybody. I just – did he, you see my roast? I'll show you my roast. Okay. I roasted the shit out of him. Uh, I've watched him on roast battles and he can't do it he yeah. doesn't know he was on a delivery. roast battle where both the roasts lost both oh both of the God. roasters yeah. didn't win the his <laughs> delivery doesn't he didn't change his delivery at all he's not a like stand and deliver kind of comic yeah. it's very train of thought i'm just talking and, it, and he tried to do that and it didn't but it didn't in work. the same essence that is he has done he's moved mountains when it comes to like the hookups he's done for me mm-hmm. this guy will show up in a heartbeat to like Fuck someone up with me. It'd be like, <laughs> like ser- I almost beat the shit out of someone. I was like, I need you because I feel like if I have someone blacker than me, I'm actually gonna fight. You know Jesus what I mean? Jesus Christ! So I needed to bring someone that was an actual black guy that was like, okay, I'm gonna actually get in a fight. I know I'm not gonna do it. I know I'm not gonna f- quit. I know that if I bring Shannon, I know I'm gonna fight. You know what I mean? And so Shannon makes me funnier sometimes. Like he- me and him will do this thing where he'll bounce something and like I'll I won't let it like. He'll say something that's okay funny, and I'll mm-hmm. come at it with the real hit you should have said. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, shit, that's the funnier thing. And it kind of challenges him because he's got to be the funnier one. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that's what's fun to hang out with other people. Exactly. When you're, you're competitive, but in a friendly way. Yeah. You still want to do, you know, be the funniest one in the room, but yeah. you're not trying to put everybody else. I mean, sometimes it is. And you know how you'll do that one thing where you'll get fucked up at a party with some comics, and you'll 
<laughs> and there's these points where the funniest things happen and you say some of the funniest like premises and these punchlines. And there are times where me and Shannon will be faded and we'll be tossing things back and forth and mm-hmm. it's murdering. Right. And I like that. I like to have, I like to have someone that I can be like, okay, let's, let's get faded. Let's see if we can make it funny. Well, I mean, it's not that hard. You're drunk. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anything's funny at that point. Hey, don't you hate it when you chloroform a bitch and then you kiss her too soon and you, you fall pass. asleep. Dude, that's a good one. That I just thought of that while he was on stage on Friday and I was like, oh, that's going to be it for a little bit there. Yeah. Also, what I like about that joke is anybody could have came up with it. <clears throat> yeah. It's not that difficult, but that's the thing. So, uh, you or- that's for you. Okay. Good. Um, it's cocaine. It is. Heather does this joke. Uh, I don't want to do it on here. What happened to my penis? She, she has, it's exactly. just this throwaway. Um, it's, it's like five or six words. Oh, I think I know what you're huge, talking about. Uh, uh, she's talking about a camel toe. Yep. And it, yeah. Yep. That joke, it hits so hard and it's such a throwaway little thing. And I was talking to her about it and I'm like, I'm like, damn, that joke was hilarious. She's like, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm like, it probably took nothing. And you've tried so much harder on other bits. And that's the one. I must drive you up a wall. She's like, basically. That's like when I first started, I was at Luna's. And this was back when I would just read from my phone Mm -hmm. when I was doing stand-up, like second time on stage. Mm -hmm. I can't remember a single bit. I have to read it word for word from the writing. And I look up for a minute and I see somebody – forget his name, but he looked kind of queer. He looked like a total fag. And it was Al Schumann. Yeah. Um, so I noticed him. Oh, what? I think it might have been. Glasses? He's the mm-hmm. white guy who hangs mm-hmm. out with those folks. He, he hangs out with like Yasin in them. Oh. The white guy, glasses. Was it Jack Scotty? S- Luke Soin. No. No, not Luke. Luke doesn't wear glasses anymore. Um, really gay looking white dude. Mm-hmm. Wears like board shorts and fi- like real pinks not- and shit. Pinks and hangs out Glasses. with all of them. He's one of the one of those black top guys. Yeah, one of those midtown. Oh, fags. midtown guys. Ah, oh, fuck. Anyway, point being is, I I looked at him. This is the first time I had a crowd work joke that worked, mm-hmm. and you could never use it again. Mm-hmm. It's just in the moment, it's funny. And I was talking about gay, being gay, and I was like, and I looked down at him, and I said, it's okay. so it's okay. You can come out. We're all we all know it's fine. You're gay, man. So just be gay. Come on, let's get loud. He's gay. Come on. Ah. And the whole crowd, I was like. <gasps> It worked. I was like, well, that's a that's a crowd work bit and it worked. And then, man, I never wrote for like four months after that. <clears throat> well, do you want to come out before we close out here? Uh, I am gay. Only for Jake. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. I thought we were going to fuck. Uh, that's why nope. I came. Nope. So. Mm, none of that. Follow me on Instagram. Andre <laughs> underscore justice underscore Dawson. Follow me at Andre Dawson on Facebook. We're going to have some new content coming out here hey, soon. Hey, you, is your middle name Justice? Yes, sir. Really? Yes, sir. It's really Justice. Yes, sir. Going to wow. be at uh, the Union in Roseville on Wednesday the 10th. When is the show coming out? That's a super gay middle name. <laughs> Thank you. You should hear what I'm going to name my kid's middle name. What? Uh, for the lady, I was going to, uh, if I have a girl, love. Mm-hmm. And Well, actually, it's probably going to change depending on how I feel in the moment, but for instance, my last two kids' names, because I had a kid scare recently, so I came up with names. The girl's name was Maddie Love Dawson, and the boy's name was Isaiah Passion Dawson. And so I'm going to be really gay when I name my kids. Jake Risley Comedy on Instagram, Jake Risley on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> 
Jake has friends podcast, uh, anywhere you find podcasts, uh, like the page on Facebook as well. If you can like, and review on whatever format you're <laughs> record, you're listening on. Oh, Jesus Christ. Justice. My dad's a cop and my middle name is Anthony. <laughs> <laughs>